Go ahead and close your eyes. Drop your shoulders away from your ears. Allow the muscles in your face to droop down. Unclench your jaw. Take a deep breath in. Exhale. Go ahead and open your eyes. Welcome back to Mindful Moves. I am so happy that you're here. My name is Dans and I'm going to be taking you into probably the most fascinating episode. This is something that I am so passionate about. As you know, I love the brain. I love how it works. I love human beings and why we are the way we are. Because you know what? If you understand why you are the way you are, you're just going to help yourself at the end of the day. So I'm going to dive right into it. Imagine me at 17. I'm 17 years old. I'm in school. I am facing some really, really intense exam times, right? And what I used to do at that age, I would see, okay, I've got six weeks until my maths exam. Now, I was really just not a maths person. Um, And I would know, okay, it's in six weeks time. That means I need to double down now. I need to study. Cool. So I would go and I would make a beautiful plan and I would plan out exactly how I was going to study. I was going to study for two hours in the morning and two in the afternoon and two at night. And then when I have extra time, I'm also going to study and I'm going to do extra tests. Okay. So I make this amazing plan. Best believe it's highlighted, color-coded, beautiful, stunning, appealing to the eye. I'm super keen to study maths. All of a sudden, it's two weeks later. Now I've got four weeks into the exam and I didn't do anything. I kind of did a few things here and there. Okay, now I'm fine. It's chilled because I tell myself, I'm just going to make another plan that's more efficient because now I have to calculate in all the hours that I didn't do for the first two weeks. And But no problem because it's highlighted and it's beautiful. So I do that again. I hang it on my wall. It's two days before the maths exam. I have no clue what's going on. I feel so overwhelmed. I feel so freaked out. But you know what I also feel? I feel comfort. I feel comfort in that process because at the end of the day, that's what I usually did. That was my rhythm. That was how I got things done um, or not done in this case because I only like putting my attention into things that I enjoyed. And I didn't enjoy studying maths. No, the exams, just not what I was looking forward to. Fair enough, but... That was my form of self-sabotage. Self-sabotage is our number one fan. And a lot of people get that wrong. They think self-sabotage is a negative thing about yourself. I used to be like, Dan's, you suck. You're self-sabotaging. Listen to the language as well. I was so mean to myself. I'd be like, of course, you're not going to do well in maths. You're not even putting in the hours. You're not even following your fancy highlighted plan. Until I got onto my journey and I started, number one, realizing that that self-talk was so negative, not helpful, no. Um, The second thing is that I started becoming really intrigued with the mind um, and how it worked and why we wire the way we do. And I started looking into self-sabotage because I saw it as a negative habit or trait or personality trait of myself that I wanted to get rid of. So... I started researching this 
And I realized something so important, and I'm so happy to share this because I'm really hoping that someone on their journey who's been incredibly hard on themselves realizes that there can be a switch. Self-sabotage is our number one fan because it is actually trying to protect us. When you try and set out onto a beautiful life that you've always wanted or you want to change certain things, not everybody wants to change their whole life, maybe they just want to change a few things, and all of a sudden you find yourself back at square one. You haven't changed anything, you feel like you've wasted time, and you go ahead and you blame yourself. Self-sabotage is actually trying to protect you. Now let me, let me describe why. There's a part of your brain, I'm going to keep this very simple, there's a part of your brain that really, really does not like change. So as you've heard in the earlier episodes, we're busy trying to implement, I hope everybody's enjoying it, using breath once a day for five minutes, if you can, 10 for this month, right? That's our nervous system regulation tool of the month. Now, how self-sabotage may come in and appear to be harmful but it's actually trying to help you. So in your brain, it says, hey, you've been behaving like this for most of your life. This is your comfort zone. And anything out of that realm is going to be, we don't know what's going to happen. I'm just going to use this example for practical reasons. Let's say we were cavemen and women. There was a, maybe a really intense storm, whatever. The whole family or tribe needs to move to another part. In that time, the brain this part of the brain, the self-sabotage side, was really helpful because it would keep you alert for any dangers. Because changing location meant maybe new predators, maybe it meant different environment, maybe there was another tribe that was going to hurt your tribe. The point of the story is, is that, that that comfort zone was our protector because it would keep us safe from the outside elements. Now, unfortunately, that we've, I mean, fortunately, we've developed, um, but that part of our brain is still very primal, I like to say. And that part of our brain is saying, hey, Daniela, if you step into your power, they don't know that it's a positive thing, my brain part. If you step into that, I have no idea what that feels like. So to put it very simply, and this blew my mind, your brain would rather have you fail and be disappointed because that is what it knows rather than trying something that you know in your head would be better for yourself but you've never done before so your body doesn't know what it feels like now let's just take a moment and let that sink in that means that even when you're trying to let's say self-regulate you want to do nervous system work whatever it may be your body isn't even used to feeling safe that's why it feels so uncomfortable that's why the change doesn't last and it's why our self-sabotage comes in and says you know what, you do not even know what this is, let's not even try. That's why so many of us live in this, this bubble of our life and we constrict it for ourselves, not knowing that that part of our brain is just trying to protect us. So what I'm saying here is instead of having a negative connotation with self-sabotage, I like to now look at that part of my brain. I don't even use self-sabotage that much anymore. I use my primal brain. It's just trying to protect me. And it's true. Your primal brain is trying to keep you safe. So thank it and say thank you so much for everything you've done until this point. But I'm going to take the reins from here. We are going to be fine. And it's going to come to use, obviously, that part of your brain in certain situations. And you'll know which situations they are, but it's not when you have to respond to 50 emails and you just avoid it because 
you want to do it at the last second that's not when it's useful and so we're cultivating this idea of I understand how my brain works so I'm going to work with it and I'm not going to judge my brain it doesn't it doesn't work like that so this really helped me this shifted my mentality so I stopped procrastinating or doing things at the last minute even though every like it took me years of just yeah doing that repetitively I would always procrastinate do something at the end I would do really well because I'd put in a lot of effort at the end but it wasn't sustainable you burn out it's just not advisable until I realized that that part of my brain was trying to protect me self-sabotage is my number one fan and I'm going to learn to embrace it so now in a practical situation let's say I have a work project and I've set myself a goal of getting it done in two weeks I now implement it in small chunks in my into my everyday because I know myself I know my brain and I know that it's susceptible to saying hey let's just you know let's put this off for another day let's make a plan with lots of highlighters that doesn't work I've gotten into a rhythm of doing rather than thinking about doing Um, I obviously owe it a lot to the people I'm surrounded by and the mindsets around me but I think that this is a huge huge step in the right direction I mean literally us, us sitting here right now and me being able to talk to you this is me not doing something at the last minute I have a date in my mind that I want to release this. I want to have everything sorted. And I could leave it to the last second. I know I could have. Because it was so much fun to plan this and think, oh, what episodes, what do I want to bring? What value can I bring to people listening? And that was a fun part, but I kept that part really minimal because I knew that the value was in what I was going to say. And that nothing is going to feel as good as doing the thing. You need to do the thing. Thinking about the thing is not going to help you. Planning about the thing is not going to feel good. Doing the thing is going to help you and make you feel good. So I hope that you learn to embrace that side of you. Read a bit more about it. I'm doing a whole blog post on self-sabotage and how it works specifically. So try and help yourself. Um, As I said in the beginning of this season, download a habit tracker. Track your habits. Reward yourself. Make it feel good when you do something and you'll find your rhythm. I know that humans love to get a step-by-step on how to live life um, because we look up to people and I myself have done this and still do it sometimes and I just have to get myself out of that. We look at other people's lives and we think, please tell me your formula. Or for instance, when I had my hormone imbalance, which I've now completely self-regulated through my regulation tools, I was looking at every other one. I said, who else has PCOS? How can they help me? What did you do step by step? What supplements did you buy? What exercises did you do? What did you eat? And obviously all this information is helpful because a lot of people are doing trial and error for you. I'm not saying don't research. I'm saying go ahead and implement what feels good to you. So I did the things that felt good. I tried them and tested them. And that's how I am that's why I am where I am. And I implore you to, to do the same. Understand that that resistance from the self-sabotage side of your brain will come and it will face you. But I think we give it too much power and we ease into it too quickly. Another example of this is if you want to start eating better and better nutrition. So This is a key thing because I really am a firm believer that nutrition really builds you from the inside out. And so often we will 
maybe go out with friends or we'll go to family and they will have foods that we know for instance are not working with your body maybe you know that you're gluten intolerant maybe you know that sugar makes you feel super sleepy in two hours because you have a blood sugar imbalance or whatever it is and the people around you are like oh whatever just do it like it'll be fine and you'll feel fine but you are the only one who knows how you'll feel afterwards they won't have to feel how you feel people love to stick in groups in these situations especially when you're trying to better yourself and do something hard just remember that so many people will just stay with the self-sabotage side of themselves they will not get out of that because they are happy to stay in that loop of disappointment because it feels comfortable don't forget that it feels known, it feels familiar. And you do, your body is like, why would we leave this comfort zone? Just understand that if you can start this in your day-to-day, -day, as we spoke about in the previous episodes with habits and shifting your mindset, I really need you to go inward and realize that you can do it. There are people living abundant lives because they have chosen to face that resistance and push through anyways. My motto in life is do it anyways. Feeling overwhelmed? Do it anyways. Feeling stressed? Do it anyways. Feeling like you can't do it, you're not good enough, you've never been good enough? Do it anyways. This is living proof. Nobody feels ready. Nobody. I can tell you that right now. But the best way you learn is through trial and error and, as I said before, repetition. Keep going. And learn to just love the parts of yourself that you've criticized for so long. I used to really despise that part of myself that would self-sabotage but if you look inwards it was just a part of myself that was just trying to protect me and keep me safe so th say thank you and understand that you can face that resistance and you have these micro moments in in the day in every moment to make a decision for yourself and choose the one that brings you peace I know that often we are seeking to be better but that's just a word that we've made and it, it makes you I don't like that word personally in my in my journey because it made me feel like the person that I was wasn't good enough but she always has been and I really think that that's an important thing choose the thing that brings you peace ultimately I believe that that's the new luxury in life I think that having peace is luxury I think having a quiet mind is luxury and if you can cultivate things that regulate your nervous system if you can take on habits that are going to make you feel good as we mentioned that's what you're going to cultivate you're going to cultivate peace so with that in mind aim for peace non-judgmental and understand why self-sabotage is actually trying to support you it's pointing out exactly where your comfort zone is how lucky are we to know wow okay that's where I need to that's where I need to push myself that's where I need to break free and face my resistance thank you so much remember that the light that you're constantly seeking outside of yourself is waiting to be acknowledged within thank you so much for being here it was so lovely to have you and I'll see you next week have a beautiful day